Hello and welcome to the Care It Out Sleep Show, a podcast for tired parents who are searching for a bit more sleep the caring way. I'm your host, Kerry Secker, infant sleep consultant, founder of my unique sleep approach, Care It Out, and your caring sleep supporter. I really hope you'll join me on my mission to get small to settle night's sleep without the tears, training, or techniques. I love talking about sleep and I can't wait to share my sleep subjects with you. My approach to getting you more sleep is simple, straightforward, but above all, it's got to make sense and feel best for you. Ready to get more sleep? Then let's get started. Hello and welcome to the Care It Out Sleep Show. I hope you are all really well. And I just wanted to start off by saying that if you're small or you're not so small, has recently gone back to school or started school, and um, we're now in September, can you believe how quickly this year has gone? Um, I just want to, um, I really hope it went well for them and it's gone okay for you. Um, the day wasn't too long um, for you looking at the clock, clock watching until they came home. And yeah, I, whether you are a seasoned sleep show stalker and you've listened to every single episode I've done, I think we're up to 26, number 26, number 27 now, it's crazy um, how quickly those episodes rack up, whether this is the first time you're picking up this podcast, big welcome, and as always, I really hope you find it useful reassuring and informative reassurance is definitely always my default i always want to reassure you what's normal what's natural and offer you loads and loads of reassurance because nine times out of ten that's pretty much all you need to know that it's normal it's natural bit of reassurance and you're on your way but i also want it to be informative and i really all my intention behind everything i put out there is it is reassuring but it also gives you some really simple straightforward sleep suggestions, actionable steps that you can put in place that could help. So this podcast episode is all about sleep separation anxiety. That is a mouthful. And I think for the um, the purpose of this podcast, I think I'm just going to stick to separation anxiety. One, it's easier to say, but two, sleep the separation anxiety can happen. Yes, it predominantly shows up around sleep, nap, bedtime, bedtime routine, but actually separation anxiety can hit any time of the day. And the tools that I go through, all the suggestions that I'm going to go through in this episode, you could apply those to any time there's a little bit of separation anxiety there for you. So what I'm going to do in this episode, I'm going to step it down as always. I'm going to go through some reassurance, go through what's normal, when does it happen, <clears throat> why does it happen and i'm also going to go through eight sleep suggestions that could help ease the anxiety ease the anxiety for you both as well so let's start by saying that separation anxiety is completely natural and normal um most children at some point will go through some form of separate separation anxiety um and it's natural that this is going to trigger it's natural that their separation anxiety might trigger you but i absolutely promise you it has got nothing to do with your bond or your attachment to your child um separating separation anxiety is completely normal and natural it's also not set to a particular age or stage and it can happen at any time i think sometimes we get caught up because it's really handy knowing what's what's happening next what to look out for and to have a plan and sometimes this is helpful sometimes it isn't some people like to know what's happening some people don't like to know what's happening um and I think quite a lot of the time now, um, it's it's all about the four-month regression. 
or the 10 month separation anxiety or the eight their separation anxiety around 18 months yes it can happen at the at, at these ages or these stages but i honestly believe that separation anxiety can happen at any time and it isn't set to a particular age or stage and it will happen to pretty much every single baby child toddler or small at some point will go through some separation anxiety the, however, there are two um, most common times that it happens. One is when they were about to go through a big growth or learning development, when they are starting to crawl or walk. This is quite a common time for their separation anxiety to kick in. And then the other one is when there is a change in childcare, nursery or a parent going back to work. So I, I guess the, the most common times are big development or growth leap they're learning something new and then also a change in their setup their environment or their childcare. and as i said before it is completely natural that their how they behave or how what they're presenting with their separation anxiety it's natural for you to worry it's natural for you to panic that they are never going to want you out of their sight again that you're never going to be able to leave them again or they're never going to go back down to sleep again these are all very very normal concerns and worries and how you feel is very very real but i just want to reassure you once again it is completely normal every baby child or toddler at some stage is very very likely to go through some degree of separation anxiety it's that common and it has nothing to do with how much your child loves you how much you love your child your attachment to them or your bond i think that's really important and then the other thing that i think is really important is separation anxiety doesn't need force forcing or fixing i think it's I think it's one of those things is that it is natural to want to when there is some separation anxiety there is to tweak something and to try and fix it to move past it um especially because I think um there's so much talk about how we mustn't encourage clinginess or our babies or children mustn't be too clingy towards us um and that if there's any sign of that we need to try and kind of force it out of them or try and fix it i really don't believe that separation anxiety needs forcing or fixing to move forward from and actually when there is some separation anxiety from there my suggestion would be to actually bring them in even more i wouldn't be pushing them forcing or or trying to push them or force them to be more independent or to do it by themselves and the thing to remember is yes it's absolutely normal to worry that it's going to last forever that it's never going to stop all of these things are completely normal but in most cases sleep separation anxiety or separation anxiety it passes all by itself without us doing anything i think sometimes that can be so freeing if we just give it a bit of that good old-fashioned time it passes and the thing to remember is that behave your child's behavior baby toddler small's behavior it's always about communication and when there is a change or when they are going through um, a period of growth or development they can't necessarily verbalize what's going on they can't rationalize or explain it to you so and everything changes for them it must feel so weird we for, for a lot of us we've forgotten what it's like when we're going through a big change and it's natural when we're going through a big change that we just want something that's familiar something that's reassuring something that's comforting more than we usually would um i think it's normal and i think even as adults we definitely do that like when i'm going through 
oh anything tough time at work trying for a baby worries i've been very honest and upfront about this um i want to talk to my mum or i want a bit more reassurance from my partner it's it's all completely normal so i hope that's really reassuring um as i mentioned before reassurance is always my default um and now i'd really like to go through six no eight i did start on the six i can't read my own handwriting i did start with six but then i realized i had as usual i had far more um things than i wanted to say so i'm going to go through eight sleep suggestions um that could help ease the anxiety for both you and your small so number one is to remember that they're dependent not demanding and i think this this comes back to what i was just talking about before society as society on the whole is we're pretty obsessed with encourage of discouraging or not encouraging clinginess and there's a lot of pressure to get babies smalls toddlers that's why i use the word small independent from you asap but this is all not completely normal and babies especially really young babies and toddlers they're dependent on you for everything food shelter security warmth reassurance and it's completely natural that it can feel like they are demanding um to you but it's normal that they are dependent on you and sometimes just shifting that perspective that can be massive and i think i just mentioned it now even as adults when we go through changes in our jobs or changes in our life we seek out and want more reassurance from our friends from our partners and it's completely normal and it's also really logical to um when they are being really super clingy like i'm just because i'm saying it's natural normal it doesn't mean that i'm being super condescending and saying well because it's normal it's not tough it's not tiring it's not hard it's not frustrating it's all of those things and when they are behaving like that it's logical to try and push them to be as independent as possible and for them to do things themselves um but my um, suggestion would be if you are experiencing a period of separa- separation anxiety, that communi- they're communicating there that they do need some, some more reassurance, some more support from you because of all those changes. And my suggestion would be to actually bring them closer, encourage that clinginess, and actually by doing that, it actually can help ease up that anxiety for everybody actually it it can help it ease up for for them because they're getting that extra reassurance that they need that extra support and also for you i think sometimes trying to fix them or constantly forcing them to do something that they're just not able to do in that moment that again not saying it's more tiring or more frustrating than, than what you're actually going through but just surrendering to that can be really powerful i think at, at times So number two is spend some present time together before bedtime routine. So this this is really important for if there's a change in childcare. So they've started school, they've started nursery, you've gone back to work. um, They're spending some time away from the home environment and from you. Before the bedtime routine even starts, if you can, even if it's a short amount of time, even five minutes, sound like Tesco now, but every little helps. And even five minutes of present time before you start the dinner or start the bedtime routine can make a big difference and it doesn't have to be like whipping out all the crafts and really super 
you know, complicated play. It could just be having a cuddle on the sofa together, making loads of eye contact, and whatever your baby, child, toddler, I'm going to get annoyed with me saying that, I'm going to say small going forward, whatever they are doing, going with it for five or ten minutes, it can make such a big difference, such a big difference. Um, Number three is don't rush the bedtime routine. They, smalls, I keep doing it again, smalls can smell when you are, you need to get away or you're in a rush. And the more we rush them, well, actually, let's start right at the beginning. The more in a rush we are, the more likely that we aren't calm, the more on high alert we are. And the more on high alert we are, the more your small is very likely to mirror that back. And they can smell if it's natural, again, to be anxious about bedtime, especially if there is some sleep separation anxiety going on there. It's natural to have bed dread. It's natural to worry about bedtime getting them down. And your small can definitely sniff this out. So a really lovely tip for both babies and older ones is not to rush the bedtime routine. It's natural to rush it for you're worried about overtiredness, you just want to get bedtime done. But the more we rush them, the more anxious it actually makes us feel. And then in turn, it can make them a little bit more anxious too. So giving yourself a little bit of extra time to really go through the bedtime routine and all the steps if we can, and having those extra cuddles in the bedtime time routine that can really help separation anxiety during the day but it also can help that separation uh, that sleep separation prepping them down and getting them off to sleep as well sleep suggestion number four is initiate lots of physical reassurance before they ask for it so again complete how many i don't know how many times i've said this before but i'm not going to stop repeating it because it's so important separation anxiety is completely normal and it's normal for them to want to keep they're doing they're doing it because they want to keep checking in with you to make sure that you're still there so sometimes it's almost kind of like beating them to it um initiating lots of physical contact initiating lots of cuddles before they ask for it keep checking in with them when you're there um lots of cuddles lots of eye contact it's if you haven't read um, Oliver James Love Bombing, it's it's very very similar to that theory to that, and that is a great book. I'll put that in the um, in the podcast show notes for you. But that can it can make a really big difference initiating lots of physical contact, and actually that can work on. Um, grown up grown up adult grown up adult relationships as well just have initiating um that reassurance can can help everybody i think it's a really great communicator and it's great for relationships big or small number five is play games so for young babies and i'm talking about babies anywhere between seven and 11 months it's quite a big spectrum that where they're going perhaps going through separation anxiety for the first time the reason why they're going through it can be to do with something called object permanence and they are learning a concept that just because they can't see something doesn't necessarily mean that it's gone forever so in your small's eyes if you go they just think you've disappeared they don't know that just because they can't see you you still exist so for some young babies um 
helping them to grasp this concept of object permanence can really help them um, help ease up the anxiety and games such as peekaboo like putting a scarf over your head getting them to pull it off if they're happy to have the scarf over their face and then you take it off peekaboo games finding a toy in a cup covering um a toy and then showing them that it's still there like the ball in the cup trick all of these things really help your baby um learn that just because you can't see something doesn't mean that it doesn't exist and it can help move through that separation anxiety a little bit quicker Number six is if they need um, some reassurance at settling at bedtime, it's absolutely okay to go with it. Um, it's completely normal that separation anxiety can really show up at, at bedtime um, because going to sleep is usually a period of separation from you, even if it's a small amount of time. So that's why it's a really common area that kind of bubbles up from. So if they need that extra reassurance when settling them to sleep, it's absolutely okay to go with it if they need a little bit more rocking a little bit more feeding a little bit more cuddling um i would absolutely go with it for now while they're going through that and again usually just given a little bit of time it all settles back by itself and if it doesn't once the separation the separation anxiety is eased a little bit then you can gradually reduce what you are doing if you want to what a really good tip for um smalls if they are putting themselves to sleep um which again i don't push this um i don't believe it's the be end and end of getting to settle night's sleep but if your little one does fall asleep by themselves my suggestion would be to try and maintain this if you can whilst they're going through a period of separation anxiety so i would try i would always give them that extra reassurance and that extra presence if they need it but i would try to encourage them to do that last little bit of falling asleep themselves so for example if they usually they want you back in the room for example once you've left the room i would go back in the room temporarily but i would always try and leave just before they fall all the way to sleep if they need a little bit more boobing to get them to sleep i would always offer um my approach is always offer them what they need give them some more boob give them a little bit of comfort have a little bit of a cuddle but again try and get them to remove them from the breast unlatch them and try to get them to that last little bit of work themselves and it's the same you could apply that through whether they're rocking bouncing give them the rocking or bouncing or the cuddle to sleep but again i would try and stop just before they fall asleep and that can really help prevent um, not always because some sleep skids we can't prevent or preempt from happening but quite often that can actually help um the sleep long-term um, stay on track once there's separation anxiety has subsided and then number seven is for older ones in fact these two older these um the the last two sleep suggestions are for older ones is i forgot where i was yeah sleep suggestion number seven or suggestion number seven for older ones i wouldn't try to make it a big deal i wouldn't talk about it in front of their friends in front i wouldn't talk about it full stop in front of them or just i just wouldn't try and make it into a big deal um and i also would try to avoid praising them when they do separate because i could go this could be a whole other podcast episode 
but what we want to try and avoid is that if they can't it's okay to go through periods of our life where we need extra reassurance extra support and by saying that oh you're amazing you're a good boy you're a good girl well done for separating from mummy when they can't do that which believe it or not they can't help um that can just make it even harder for them so yeah for older ones i would try don't make it a big deal i wouldn't point it out and i would try not to praise if you can and when they do separate from you um, and then the last one, last sleep suggestion is to always say goodbye. I think this is really important. We often do it for us. It's easier just to to kind of sneak out or slip out when they're not looking. Um, but I, and I'm talking from a nanny and from somebody that worked in a nanny, worked in a nanny who worked in a nursery and worked as a nanny. It is much better to say goodbye, however hard it is, and make sure your child, baby, small toddler knows you're leaving say goodbye if that if they get upset let their carer nanny nursery worker comfort them through that sometimes this is care it out it's not control crying leaving them to cry and not responding but we can't prevent or um, preempt every single cry protest or upset and neither would we want to i think it's really important that just like there's no good or bad habits on my sleep approach there's no good or bad feelings all feelings are um for your small are completely valid yes some might trigger some reactions or responses in you some definitely feel better than others but they are all really valid and i think it's really important to always say goodbye because if all of a sudden they just realize you're gone they never quite know um they'll always be thinking oh when is when are they just going to go so i think it's really important to work through that always say goodbye i wouldn't necessarily give them a heads up unless you find that really does work for them again one size anything sucks on my approach um i learned definitely learned that working with lots of children um i wouldn't give them a heads up because they're just going to worry about when you're leaving but i would always make sure that they know you're leaving say goodbye have a kiss and cuddle then go and then work through their emotions it's not even working through but supporting them having that time that your caregiver being there or other parent whoever's with them can hold that space for those big emotions support them and let them move on rather than your little one thinking um, not knowing when you're going to say goodbye or slip away i think that's really 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 important well as ever i really hope you found that useful um i really enjoyed that one that was a really long time coming this episode um i have a long list of episodes that i want to record but as you can imagine trying to sit down plan i don't necessarily script them but i do always write notes and then record them it does take a bit of time but i am slowly working my way through them and if i'm always happy to hear from you if you've got any suggestions of subjects you'd like me to talk about do a podcast on please do get in touch and yeah i really hope you found that interesting and reassuring if you did feel free to please do share tag or um, pass it on to any other parent pals it's always good to share information i think especially if you found it useful and i will see you in another couple of weeks thank you so much for listening to me your host kerry secker on the carrot out sleep show i really hope you found the podcast reassuring informative and a little bit fun if you did please don't forget to subscribe to the show below and I'd be so grateful if you could leave me some fabulous feedback. I always love hearing from you, and one lucky listener will win lifetime access to my Bedtime Basics e-course every single month. 
My next podcast episode will be out in two weeks' time. But if you can't wait for more of my sleep shizzle, you can find me over on Instagram at Carrot Sleep Consultant. I update my sleep squares and speak sleep there on the daily. Big love and sleep solidarity to you all.